This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. Hey, everybody. It's episode 118 of Beers in the Lot. Before we get going, just want to point you to our website, beersinthelot.com. Everything you could ever want to know or find out about the show is there. Even got our links to the merchandise store and to Patreon to help support the podcast. And of course, the link to our Discord. Go check it out. So on this episode, me and the guys did a quick run around the NHL to start out with. Talked about the Penguins, the Capitals, the Leafs, you know, usual suspects. Then we talked about the first playoff game of our old fat bald guys hockey league, where me and Daniel and John faced off against Riggs' team. Then we got to talking about holiday plans for the podcast and one of our other favorite subjects, food. All right, let's get into it and crack the beers. What are you drinking over there, Err? Err? Err. What you about to say, Eric? I have from Mountain State Brewing Company, I've got an almost heaven amber ale brewed here in the great oh. state of West Virginia. Nice. Are you DJing over there, Riggs? Uh, I, <laughs> what heavy you doing pour. There, Riggs? Uh, heavy, heavy pour. pour. Well, it's right after festi- <laughs> festival season. He has to make sure his middle finger still works. So yeah, <laughs> make sure so he can crank out those hot mixes. Yeah. Spit what are you tr- fire? Yeah. What are you drinking, Eric? You sh- <laughs> uh, is yet another beer that I brought back from Cleveland, Ohio from Fatheads Brewery, which they have a couple different spots. They actually have one near Pittsburgh. Uh, it is Headhunter IPA, an award-winning, aggressively hopped West Coast IPA. Oh. From Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> it's nice. actually very, very good. Very good. What about you, Jonathan? What do you have? I have a really light fare this evening. Uh, I have some bullet bourbon. So yeah. light bullet for me. It's light. It's like mother's milk. Love this stuff. Mother's so, yeah. milk. Mother's milk. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a little chilly out. So get something to warm your insides. That'll do it. Yeah, that will. Danny, what are you drinking this evening? So I have from new realm brewing company, tank dog, West Coast style Imperial IPA. Hmm. I haven't had a sip yet because I also had a heavy pour. <laughs> um, we'll allow it. Why did the Penguins get rid of Evan, Evan Rodriguez? I'm watching him play for Colorado right now against the Blues. He has completely taken over this game. Like, completely. He just drew a penalty. He had, he had the puck for about 40 seconds a little while ago, I guess last shift or whatever. Like, what? Why? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, please explain to me users I, they well, <laughs> well i don't know if you i don't know if you heard they signed uh two aging veterans in the off season um <laughs> malkin and letang letang i also would like to report as a, as of today i believe in the 220 some defensemen that have skated uh so far this season i think like 199 of them have more goals than he has he has zero at this point. Um, and also they re-signed Casper Kapanen, who's been a scratch uh, the last four games. 
for the Penguins. And that includes during their seven game losing streak, which they were on. <laughs> so, uh, well, they're not so, yeah. on that anymore. No, no. they're starting a new no. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the way I look at it, the way I look at it, that road trip, they went on five of six points. So I'm not saying they're out of it, but this week will be interesting because it's yeah, they have uh, some stuff going. Yeah. They have some stuff. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens, but yeah, I have no clue why Erod because I actually liked him. I think he led the team last year and actually drawn pen out of all the yeah, players. He, he drew, he drew like a trip here and then he's on power play one with kale and big Mac and like all those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He seemed and to play well with the stars last year. He looks with Crosby and Gino. He looks like an all-star right now. <laughs> well, if you remember, he, he was second on a BU team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and points with his running mate Jack Eichel. That is correct. So Evan Rodriguez has this history of doing very well with superstar running mates. I mean, he he looks like he fits right in with like with them. Like he's uh, smart. He skates well. He has good puck skills. He almost yeah. like a Pascal Dupuy type of player, right? The better hands. Ooh, yeah, I would yeah. say better way hands. more skill. Way more skill, better hands. Say, vastly more skill. Do you think? Do you think Erod walked into the Pens facility every day and dropped an f bomb to Gino too? <laughs> Maybe he should have. He'd probably still be there. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like Pens are in a, a weird spot. Colorado looks like they're starting to cook again. They they started off a little slow, but I. For a team like that, I, I don't worry about that. I'm like, they're going to be just fine. Same like Tampa, kind of, to some extent. Like Tampa, you're like, they just need to get in. They just need to get in the dance. They're fine. Darcy Kemper's been looking really good lately, too. Yeah, too right? bad the team around him's trash. Well, last <laughs> night, he like he got pulled after nine shots. I think he let in like... He let in like five. Four. Yeah, four, four, or five of, of the four nine. of his first Oof. nine, yeah. <laughs> well, two of them... Like one bounced off of Dylan Strom's ass, and the other one went off of uh, Gustafson's skate and went in. Yeah. So whatever. Like. And Matt Irwin had two fighting majors in the same game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, what, what a else stud? Is, what else is he doing? What else does he do? Yeah. What else is he doing? What What is a Matt Irwin? Oh, <laughs> what is a Matt? Irwin? <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, I, seriously, like when I when I turned that, I didn't even watch it yesterday because uh, the kids had a game and I just I couldn't be bothered with hockey after I got home. But uh, <laughs> we won't get into that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, no, actually, like they played really well. It was actually I'll, I can talk about that. Like a bunch of the kids are sick and a couple of them are hurt. And uh, so we were short and played a very good team that um, came in on a on they were they came in nine and no they have they hadn't lost yet we didn't beat them but we also didn't lose we tied them like so it was it was cool kids really like gutted it out but after all that i was just like i don't want to watch hockey and i almost like kind of didn't want to go to ofpg but um (laughs) (laughs) just kind of wanted to sit in the basement and like watch movies that were on tv and suffer through the commercials i didn't care at that point um, but, 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 man, that was that was a but, state yesterday. Yeah. But, but no, you know, you just kind of. I just wanted to 
That kind of sounds like that's Veg part out. of a Wes Anderson Wes Anderson movie that you're describing. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't even feel like I just sat but, uh, through the commercials, man. But when I do when I do watch Washington, like I'm just like, who are these people? <laughs> who are who is this team? Because you know everybody's hurt, so. Well, the thing is that you know all those people because they've been in the league for the most, second most of any team in the that's NHL. They're, well, that's, that's correct. That <laughs> doesn't mean they were memorable, though. Well, true. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow, yeah, you know, they, they dropped that one yesterday, but they've, they beat Tampa Friday night like 5-1 or something. So, you know. Who knows? Whatever. It's early. Can they make the playoffs yeah. without Tom Wilson until January and without Backstrom until probably the end of the season, if he even can play? I think having Tommy out hurts him significantly. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's huge. Well, it's not just that. He's a very competent player. Like, say whatever you want about the other stuff. He He's competent. He does stuff in the offensive zone for him bigger body and drives play and i think that hurts when he's not there well you know who's uh playing on his spot on the top line as of this morning your boy sonny milano from the ahl to the first hey, line hey, i just want to i just yeah, look at him now <laughs> on a league minimum let's, uh, let's yeah. no actually that's below league minimum um, I I would just like to state, like, I'll get out in front of it early. <laughs> Let's see how many points he puts up and how many more games he gets into. It's All early right. still. We'll see. All right. I'm not eating anything yet. No freaking way on him. <laughs> I'll just I'll I'll say this though. I as we talked about when they picked him up, he ended up on the Strom line. And he's played very well with Dylan Strom, as we said, Illuminati confirmed. And, <laughs> <laughs> and now they're moving him up with Kuznetsov and Ovechkin. I'm not sure that's a good move. I, I don't like to get into like the line combination stuff because I think it's a crutch for the beat writers because it's something they could talk about every day. Um, but, uh, I don't think it. I don't think he's gonna fare as well with Kuznetsov specifically. I think. I think the guy he needs to play with is Dylan Strom. Yeah, I, I like Dylan Strom. I I think they got him for like pennies on the dollar when the Caps signed him. Yes, signed him. Yeah, and, that was a good signing. Yeah, and he and Dylan Strom does a lot of things on both sides of the rink that make it easy for his linemate. I think yes. he does a lot of a lot of stuff really well. I'm still kind of shocked like the Caps got him just because it's like there should have been a lot of other teams like calling for his services. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as bad as Sonny where his agent had to call around for him, but you know, like it's okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, if uh, Pierre Laviolette's out of a job soon, like maybe they can call Bruce Boudreau because he's going to be out of a job soon too. So. <laughs> I'm telling you, the only reason they didn't fire him this weekend was because all the Canucks went in to the hall. Mm. It's the only reason. I, I think he would have been gone. Jim Rutherford has already been out like three or four times and openly bagged his coach. Yeah. That I, I just 
It's awkward. It's strange. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that's all about. Like, because GMs don't do that, right? Usually, the the death knell is when the GM comes out and says, "We have full confidence in our coaching staff." Right? Mm -hmm. They'll say something like that, right? Yeah. And then two weeks later, they're shit canned. (laughs) Well, normally, and normally, the GM has to say that because that's like a fan base or media is kind of calling for change and the coach, right. as we all know, in all professional sports, it's the easiest thing to change in a quick manner. So normally when they do that, it's the teams in a losing streak, you know, they need change. So it's like, no, nah, our coach is totally safe in this regard. And then it usually, like you said, it's a week or two of the same old story where they're not playing well. And so they have to make a move. The only difference in this situation is the Canucks have been doing the same thing all season. Outside of Bo Horvat and Pedersen, like having really good seasons, Quinn Hughes and Brock Besser, they're doing fine. They both have been in and out of the lineup with injuries. They're they're playing fine. Demko's been okay, but that team consistently blows leads and is not uh, using the old Mike Babcock thing, starting on time. And it's weird. Like Boost Boudreaux had them clicking last year to some extent, and now this year it's like a. It looks like a total tire fire on <laughs> like it's not it's not there's something under the surface there that's not working. And it was weird because if you even remember, like they didn't extend Boudreaux after the season. And so maybe Jim Rutherford and Alvin wanted to go a different way, but just couldn't make that happen. Or maybe they just were kind of they were in a tough situation because they're still paying Travis Green this year. So if they mm. fire Boudreaux hypothetically and he has this year on his deal, anyone they hire, they will be paying three coaches this year. Two won't be coaching. Yeah. And I don't see anybody giving Travis Green a job this year. I think he's going to let his contract expire and then come back to the league next year. And Boost Boudreaux, I don't know, he's an older guy. He has 600 wins, very successful, yes. But like, I don't see how he gets another shot in the NHL at this point. Maybe they think they want a new voice, a new vision. Younger guys are coming in more and more. And especially with the whole player development thing that a lot of teams are trying to get to or preach, like Bruce needs a team that's either kind of ready or already there. Like Bruce can develop players like, offensively. Like but, the Leafs. Well, I think that's Barry Trotz's job. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> I just have an odd feeling on that one. They already have trouble scoring goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hey man, Barry Trotz made it work in Washington because he had a separate set of rules for some players. Yeah, and other players yes. you had to do another thing. There were, and there, it wasn't just a double standard; it was like a quadruple standard. Exactly, because <laughs> every player had a different set of rules. But but you know what though? Like I think that's kind of Trotz, like not breaking on his mindset of like I like this, this, and this. And we all know he's a very we'll call it structured guy. That's the way he operates. But like if he's gonna let some of your thoroughbreds kind of run. I don't see a problem with that. I mean, as long as you're getting the result, right? And Matthews hasn't, my opinion on the least, like Matthews has not looked very good this season. I don't know if it's an injury or something else going on. Like he has jacked up so many one-timers and like little touch plays and it just like explodes off his stick. Marner looks fine. Nylander looks fine. JT, even though he's, you know, a little older, he's like, he's doing fine. I think he's putting up points. And the bottom six sucks for the Leafs, and so does the goaltending to some extent. <laughs> and their decor minus Morgan Riley. 
Oh, and TJ Brody's announced out today too. Their best defenseman, I think. So well, we'll see Muzzin, how that goes. Muzzin's out indefinitely. Like which they're... is scary because they all I remember like Marner and all those guys were like, oh, I hope he can enjoy his quality of life and it's something with a spinal yeah. um <clears throat> injury. Oof. It's it's not there was cervical. It, it's yeah. cervical, yeah. And it sounds like it'll be reevaluated in February, but, yeah. but like I really hope he's okay because Yeah, that sounds bad. It's scary. Yeah. 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 It made me think of Jack Eichel again when I heard it, though. Just like a guy who had an injury, didn't want long lasting effects, did something a little outside of the grain to fix himself in a permanent way versus that neck fusion. Mm. Not saying that Muzzin needs that surgery or can get it. I'm far from that medical advice. But yeah. Are you a doctor? I should be. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't stay at a Holiday Inn Express. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah good little uh playoff tilt last night was it that was a good game that was yeah, a good it was game. close that was a very was. good game we had it back and forth yeah. we were uh yeah. when we were on the bench we were on our bench we were all saying like man this is like a really good game this is the way all of bg games should be it should be that close yeah. i felt mm-hmm. like everybody was skating you know? too yeah and that, yeah, we had that the was skaters last night that was the other comment that came up a lot was like the pace was really good and yeah. everybody was moving and it was it was really good. And yeah. both goalies made some really good saves, honestly. And some I mean they made some, you know, good blunders as well. But. Yes. <laughs> but there were some there were some excellent saves on both sides. There definitely was. A couple of guys that normally score goals got robbed, like really robbed yeah for on both yeah. sides yeah yeah it was good just a reminder for everybody uh me and daniel and john are on a team and Riggs is on the team that well we we played against each other so yeah. it was us three versus Riggs's team but it, it was won. a good game yeah the good guys won but uh <laughs> no the uh it was the score line it, it ended up six uh, three i think but it was one zero i think do do we want to uh, talk do we want to talk about how you got changed off the ice when the our net was empty, and the guy that changed for you scored the empty net goal. Scored the edgy. Yeah, I, that was the I most honestly... I've seen it. That's that's the most I saw that guy skate all night. Disgusting, <laughs> gross. I've never been so angry. I want to spit like I did throwing up on the bench. I was <laughs> throwing up on the bench. He was, dry. He was literally vomiting and literally word vomiting. Yeah. I couldn't comprehend what I was watching. It looked like the scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark. My face was just melting off as I was watching it. Never seen anybody argue for his own team to not score a goal. I heard him yelling for the bench. He's like, you have no respect. (laughs) Have some respect for yourself. All I heard was the word respect. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. You guys knew who was shouting it. Yeah, he made, he made knew, a good yeah. he made a good play at the blue line to get it out, and then the second I saw him like kind of touch the puck after he got the D, he had all that wide open space. I knew what was going to happen. I knew I didn't even have to like. <laughs> I I looked really quick, like glanced, and I'm like, oh, I I can see. I've seen this movie a few times, unfortunately. <laughs> so, are you add, are you adding him to your book? Uh, yeah, he's in the book. He's also gonna he's gonna join my dossier. <laughs> the, 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 
Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, we have one one more week of organized league play. Hockey, I guess league play. Uh, yeah. yeah, air quotes league play. And it's holiday and, break. And then we eat a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that. I yes. know. Best holiday. Thanksgiving. Oh, before we finish up talking about that game, I got to point out that uh, one of the guys here amongst us four showed up last night in a pretty big way and put four goals in. First game back after having his his third third child was in a slump, massive <laughs> slump. All I was season. sandbagging the whole season, you know, <laughs> sandbagging, and now he comes into the playoffs and puts in four goals. <laughs> we all shined last night in various ways. <laughs> Like I tell the kids, goal scorers are streaky. That's right. Goal scorers are streaky. If you're not scoring, just just wait. Just wait. It'll come. Yeah. (laughs) I had I think I had two assists. Yeah. But played played pretty solid all game. For the first time, like No, it was it was a good game. Like I said, you did fine too. You had a few chances. Yeah. Yeah. You had some chances. Yeah, Briggs was all over the ice. Mm -hmm. Aaron. Skating. Riggs is a Riggs oh, yeah. is a center ice breakout specialist. You know, the puck always <laughs> seems to end up on your stick breaking out of the zone, and then you always deliver it to somebody. You either can get the blue line at the very least, or you can get it to somebody who can. Yes. I see I see I feel like I see that all the time. Yes. I can Eric's Carl puck. Malone. He's the postman. I can he's move the post. I feel like he's <laughs> always he's always in <laughs> a good scoring position mail. too. Like he's yeah. he's always ready. He's always ready for the puck. Yep. His teammates might not get it to him, yeah, but you know, just, you he's know, always ready. Just get just it to me. Get him the puck. Yeah. <laughs> or just shoot it on net like I yep. was screaming at one point. <laughs> so both teams had the same game plan. Uh-huh. Just put it on net. <laughs> well, yeah. no, like we're, I don't know what's going on, but somebody's trying to make moves at the offensive blue line after we set it back up to the point. And it's like, just send it back down low or yep. get it on net, please, because that's what we're waiting for. Yep. Yep. But then somehow it goes the other way. <laughs> People watch a few clips of Kale Makara before the game. And they oh, get yeah. Too excited. They're, they're, yeah. They think they know what they're the doing. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They, get, they just get too geeked up. <laughs> yeah. So then going back up ice on the back check, I'm screaming, shoot the <laughs> fucking puck. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, that it was kind of back and forth. I mean, like, the defense yeah. is pretty good. I mean, normally our games, you know, we see, like, 10, 12 goals in a game normally. <laughs> but uh, in playoff games, it's pretty typical for them to be, like, mm-hmm. four, three, five, three, whatever. Well, it so. was... Three three for a long and yeah, time. Yeah, three three a until late in the third. Time. Yeah, uh-huh. a long time. Was it all the way to the third? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Pulled away. Yeah. Yeah. Pulled away. Yeah, it was. Daniel pulled us away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he beat he beat the goalie to the far post. Yeah. Like on our goal line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was nice. It was like my only <laughs> good was, goal. All the other ones was, were just fucking trash. That was it. But after that, like we 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 all said in the room, like that was the game. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> it's always more more of a defensive game in the postseason. <laughs> Defense wins championships. That's what they say. <laughs> it certainly is a goaltending in this league. <laughs> Statistically, it doesn't. <laughs> 
you have to score <laughs> more goals than the other team. Just saying. At a, at a basic level, it's that true. Yeah, offense, true. you know, yeah. wins games. Yeah. <laughs> Defense might not lose you games. <laughs> Correct. But that's they yes. also might lose you games, but <laughs> that's that's accurate, yes. <laughs> oh, so are we gonna do the Christmas party? Recording in person? That's basically near the holidays. Just call it just call it are we gonna record in person? Right. Well, sure, but I <laughs> near say Christmas party because it's around funny. the whole hook. <laughs> Around the ha ha days, it's funny. The ha ha. We could call it a. (laughs) We could call it a Christmas party when we're doing it, but for all intents and purposes, it's just we're recording in person. Yes, around the holidays. Yes. (laughs) It sounds different. It feels different. We're like, oh, it's Christmas party. It 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 feels different than let's record in person. I I see Christmas (laughs) vacation when the whole family's there, and they have like the dinner and everything. Like that's Christmas party. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like there's got to be food and other shit you mean bring a charcuterie board <laughs> yeah, actually, board? If, you, yeah. If, you, if you can <laughs> yeah if you can do that yeah, yeah that'd be great. Board. Yeah, <laughs> actually uh, actually yes <laughs> i can i can a charcuterie pick up board of of <laughs> a uh, party pack Oh, now we're talking. Serve it on a plank of wood. Daniel, you know what you should do? If you do a charcuterie board, but like get various Taco Bell items and just cut them up nicely, like in like flowers and rosebuds somehow, you could stick that out. Get a quesadilla, cut it up like nine different ways. But but instead, but especially on the board, plank of wood. That's what I'm saying. If you could somehow, if you could somehow get the wood to like be in the shape of a big bell somehow, like get it. Oh man, that's a little much. That's a little much. Oh man. But if you think about it, if you put tacos on a piece of wood, it basically is charcuterie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have meats and cheese. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's charcuterie. Perfect. I think we're on to something here. I think I think we have a chance to get a good viral trend before Twitter goes completely belly up. I think think we'll be the last viral trend on Twitter. Did you get your blue check yet? No, I'm not doing that. I didn't want to. I didn't want to part with the eight dollars. With eight dollars, that's a party pack right there. My biggest. My biggest gripe about it is that now that like people, I was telling them, Aaron, I was like, now that like Mike Balsack 1922 can get a blue check mark and put his tag is like, is like Pfizer Corporation. And no one checks it and he just tweets and people are such sheep. They're like, ah, fuck me. And like the stock plummets a million dollars. It's like, I have no desire to do that. Like that's, that's too much power for one man. What would somebody do if they were trying to tank beers in the lot stock and impersonated us on Twitter? Say what we're somebody... all, they they uh, just say we're all gonna stop drinking. Or they re- <laughs> or or they actually repeat some of the shit we say. <laughs> like yeah, wait, no, like, we're gonna do all Jaws episodes from here on out. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We're we're gonna do all some shitty movie. Sharknado. <laughs> All Sharknado from here. Yeah, there you Deep go. Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's a great movie. Oh, my God. Deep Blue Sea? A shark ate me. A fucking shark ate me. It's <laughs> one of the few movies I've ever walked out of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
I didn't yeah, see that man. in theaters. I did. What's the what's the, the one what's the, the one the jagoffs get left by the boat and they're just in the open, fucking ocean? Open wa- open sea? Oh, I don't know. Something like I know that, what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Part yeah, of me's like, like you fucking they were diving idiots. and yeah. Part of me part of me's like, I'm glad they left you. Like you deserved it. You overstayed your welcome, <laughs> you elitist. Good for you. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> fucking uh our yacht left us, Courtney. Oh no. Like, who? Who? I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure that movie is based on a true story because that happens a lot. Not oh, a lot, really? but it happens. Yeah, that's time out. happens. Come out. If what? you have a boat, <laughs> that's like no, 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 no. Dude, you go out on one of these cattle car scuba diving boats. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they people take you out. Yeah, yeah. And there's like 15, 20 people in the group, and they miscount yeah. when you come back up and they leave. Yeah. That happens. That happens, happens all the time. Is the captain getting yeah. sauced? No. Man, yeah, probably. Just, what else would you do when you're sitting <laughs> yeah. there? What? Waiting for these jags to get <laughs> up on the water. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Actually, I saw no, the that funniest. absolutely happens all the time. I wanted to send it to you. I can't find it on Twitter. Someone at the Steelers game yesterday said this is the most Yinzer thing ever. So the Steelers had the first home game in like three weeks. Somebody brought a bag of the Isley's chip chop ham into the oh, <laughs> and they what? had it like in their seat. They were sitting there. You knew it was part of like the best Yenzer is thing someone did something like, with their iron someone, city. Someone well, someone did something like the little uh John F. Kennedy when he takes his hat off like that, like yeah, the guy, like, salute him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that's the best thing in the world. That's that's awesome. Uh, I keep telling Jessica every time we go, she's like, "Stuff is so gross." I'm like, "You don't have any flavor. You, you know, don't. You don't, under, you don't understand culture." Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it for this one. You clearly understand culture because you're listening to our show. Thank you. Thank you so much for your listen. We really appreciate all the support we get. Be sure to like and rate and review on your podcatcher and tell all your friends, teammates, anybody in the hockey world, tell them about our show. It'll help us get more listens and reach more folks. And once again, be sure to check out beersinthelot.com for all the info on the podcast. Until next week, have a good one. We'll see you then. (laughs) 